Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. And that hero would be me, the political Superman. And I want to thank everybody for tuning in this evening. We are coming to you live from the foothills of the Cherokee National Forest. And believe it or not, we are getting started on time this evening. I know that is hard to believe. The time. 10 o'clock here on the East Coast. 7 o'clock on their left coast where... Californians finally have grown a set of balls and are beginning to stand up to Moonbeam and deflect his moon rays right back to his dumbass. So, for those of you in California that have grown a pair, congratulations, welcome to the United States. It's about time that you stood up and defended your rights as citizens of the state of California. But, tonight... We are going to lead off with the top story. So, to to help this story, here we go. Oh, call me. Do you hear this music? The coppers are coming for you. McCabe, you're next. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you, them marshals? Oh, McComey. Comey's memos have been released, and I read through them today. Um, I saw most of what you guys saw with some of the redactions. There were some of the redactions we were able to get around, but I will tell you that Comey tell Big Fat Lie, and Megan Trainer said it best. When she said that she knew he was lying because his lips were moving. <laughs> and it is true. So, Comey, I know you're lying. Your lips are moving. He is in a world of hurt. But he's not in as much hurt as McCabe is about to be. McCabe is going to be charged with not one, not two, not three, but four, count them, four, instances of lying to investigators. If you will travel back in time to the George W. Bush administration and remember a former household name by the name of Martha, quote, I stole stocks, end quote, Stewart. And she was convicted of what? Lying to investigators. Insider trading. She did not get charged with insider trading. She got convicted of lying to investigators. 
So she got to go to Club Fed in Virginia, where she could knit and cook for all the prisoners. Now, that is not the top story of the day. I did it first because it was great and I had the soundtrack up so it was easy to go ahead and do. But let's talk about probably one of the most important things domestically going on. And that is, in case you all didn't know, our Central American friends in the caravan from Juventud 2000, the organization that has been sponsoring this illegal trek from Guatemala up through Mexico to now they are in uh, Tijuana waiting to join us. Um, they have They are seeking asylum in the United States because they are afraid to return to their home country because, well, it's a crap hole and there's some violence going on. So, there are about 30 to 35 that have arrived there. Ten have already turned themselves over to U.S. authorities, and uh, approximately 25 say they're going to wait till a larger contingency is there. Well, the outcome is going to be the same. They're going to be turned around, and the old proverbial, as Toby Keith would say, boot in your ass, and sent right back packing southbound in Mexico. Now, the issue is going to be Mexico was okay with them violating their sovereignty to come to the United States. They ain't going to like it too much when they violate their sovereignty coming back from the United States. So, my... Uh, Let's just hide and watch and see how this is going to play out. Are any of them going to make it into the United States? Probably a few of them. But one of the things that stuck out to me today is when I saw the pictures of said migrants that had illegally traversed the country of Mexico to come to the United States, they were waving their native flags. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm thinking if I'm trying to come to a country that is the land of milk and honey and where you can make $15 working at McDonald's an hour, which is more than they see in a month, I would be waving that country's flag and saying, please take me in. I want to be American. I love Donald Trump. Well, I think I'd be waving the American flag, too. That's my point. That's what I would be waving. And I would have me a red Make America Great Again hat on. And if I had to, I'd go get the old golden mullet and stick it on. So are these people truly coming because they want what America has to offer? No. They're coming because they want what they can send back to their country or so that they can get established and bring their 9 million cousins over here. And yes, there are some that's going to think that's a very harsh way to look at it, but it is true. We have seen it in dealing with people from Mexico. We've seen it in dealing with people from Syria and any other number of countries that we allow immigration from. And one of the things that I pointed out to Yeo Boss Lady is that we are the number one country to accept people. We accept Christians that are being persecuted. We accept Syrians 
that were being persecuted allegedly. We accept the poor huddled masses, as is our creed. But sometimes a country has to look out for its best interest. And it is not in our best interest to let every third world poor mouth to feed come to this country and live off of our system. Our immigration system was set up to support the United States. When we need skilled labor, people can migrate to this country, either temporarily or permanently. And we need to look out for ourselves. We give enough money to other countries that this shouldn't be a problem. Mexico receives billions from the United States in food aid. Billions. So why aren't they getting food? They receive money for infrastructure. Where does it go? If anybody's ever been to Mexico, you will know that 95% of that country is dirt roads. 95% of the homes are dirt. Okay? Been there, done that. And my issue is that we should be, you know, we can help other countries fix their infrastructure. We can send our technicians down to help their power grid or to help get stuff in there. I think that's a better solution than allowing our borders to be flooded. So yeah. I'm I'm interested to see how this is going to play out. I do think some of them will get status. Not many, but I do think some of them will get status. But that's our domestic. Well, there's one more domestic story that when I saw it this morning, and I got it from LexisNexis, okay, came over LexisNexis. Uh, in my job, we have access to LexisNexis because we have to verify information for health savings accounts. And I happened to notice that the DNC, in all of their wisdom, has filed a lawsuit against Russia, against WikiLeaks, (laughs) against everybody except (laughs) President Trump. No, they're not. Not at all, as he mentioned. Oh, the campaign. Oh, the campaign they're suing. They're not suing him. They're not suing the campaign. They're suing people in the campaign. I looked at that. Trump's not mentioned here. So let me let me just first of all, for those of you that are excited this lawsuit got filed, I want you to know I am so excited this lawsuit got filed. Yeah. Listen, after my initial shock of how could they be so stupid, I'm realizing, yeah, they're that stupid. I think it's funny. Yeah. Okay. They just handed Republicans yep. probably one of the best victories that yep. they could possibly handle. Okay. Yep. And let me let me put it to you like this, okay? And I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because the truth is it's stupid and it's a waste of time. But first, if there was collusion, we'd know about it by now. Okay, The FBI director, who's been hollering collusion, his memos were released yesterday. Not one place in there does he say, I think there's collusion. As a matter of fact, he says he didn't believe there was any collusion. 
President Obama, what does he do? He comes out and says, anybody that thinks the Russians are trying to hack our elections are stupid. I heard the words myself. Yeah, me too. Okay. So we have this lawsuit that, A, is going to help Republicans. People are so sick of the Mueller investigation. They're sick of Comey. They're sick of McCabe. They're sick of Congress having to look into this crap. If there was something out there, it would be there by now, pure and simple. It's not. Okay? If the president's done wrong, then throw him out of office. I agree. But there's nothing there. Let the man govern, and if you don't like what he does, over the next two and a half years, kick him out. Okay? And this is why it's important that everybody that's eligible to vote, A, should know what they're talking about when they go into the booth, and B, people get involved. If we had more than 22% of the country voting, we could shift elections, whether it's to the Republicans, whether it's to the Democrats or whatever. You can shift elections. But when you choose not to be involved and you choose to have your head so far up your rear end that you don't know what's going on, that's nobody's fault but your own. And by not speaking up, by not standing up, you are making your voice heard. When you remain silent and you choose not to say anything and not to do anything, your voice is the loudest of anybody in the room. And I know there's people that are going to be like, oh gosh, here he goes again. But the facts are the facts. Okay? If you don't like, for example, today, someone told me that they just didn't like President Trump. He was a jerk. Okay, well, who'd you vote for? I don't vote. I don't get involved in politics. I don't don't get involved in that. You did, actually. By not voting, okay, because we know they're not going to vote for Trump. By not voting, they cast a vote for Trump. Just like all the people that don't like Hillary Clinton, and they're like, I didn't vote. I don't get involved. I don't like her, but I didn't get involved in that. Well, when you chose not to vote for someone other than Hillary Clinton, you gave a vote to Hillary Clinton. So this lawsuit does nothing more than say, hey, I'm crying, I'm whining, I lost. Okay? If anybody has a lawsuit, it would be Bernie Sanders. Okay? And I I don't like Bernie Sanders. He's not good for this country. But he got screwed. Okay? He got set up, and, and if you really want to look at it, now... There's two argu- there's two thought processes there. Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat, nor is he a Republican. And by all accounts, had he won the Democratic nomination, somebody would have challenged what they call their bona fides, and he would have been removed from the ticket. Because Democrats get to choose their nominee. That's just the way it is, just like Republicans. Okay? Nothing that either side did is illegal. Unethical? Yeah. Illegal? No. But if anybody had a gripe or an axe, it would be Bernie because he was shut out. And, uh, you know, well, if you want probably, more than just the two parties to vote, then they, if they want more people to vote, they ought to get rid of the political parties. Then more no, political parties, listen, polit- listen, that's an argument. That's a waste of time. It will not happen in our lifetimes. There ain't even no sense in bringing it up. Not going Well, happen. it is the truth. Not going to happen. So we're not even going to waste time. Not going to happen. If if people want to change, yes, it does require not being labeled as a Democrat or a Republican. But the fact of the matter is that Democrats and Republicans are so entrenched in the system that in order to get them out of the system, it will take years. Look at the Green Party. 
Green Party started back in 1986. Okay? Fast forward to 2018, and they're only on the ballot in 36 states. That's how long it takes to undo this. But my suggestion would be, instead of trying to do away with the Republicans or do away with the Democrats, do away with the leadership. Do away with, you want to change how it works, get in there and change it. Show up at Rep- we have to change the leadership of the Republican Party before they can get it right. We do? How many times do we have to change the Republican leadership to get it right? I mean, Boehner and McConnell are both as bad, one as bad as the other one. If you're referencing the leadership of the makers, if you're referencing, there's no problem with making a deal. Well, but the leaders behind closed doors in the dark of night, and you give your, uh, the rest of Congress uh, uh, not 24 hours to look at a 2,300-page bill. And, I mean, that's that's the bottom line. That's no, we have no representation in that case. None. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how they choose to get to the deal. Yes, there was a 2,300-page bill that nobody should have cast a vote on. But the leadership of the and party... And the president should have vetoed. Will you stop interrupting? I, I want everybody to listen very carefully to what I'm about to say. The leadership of the Republican and Democratic Party does not sit in Washington, D.C. I want everybody to understand that. The leaders of Congress, the Senate and the House, do sit in Washington, D.C., but the leaders of the party do not. The DNC, the Democratic National Committee, is not the leader of the Democratic Party. The Republican National Committee is not the leader of the Republican Party. The leaders of the Republican Party sit at the head of every state delegation. The leaders of the Republican Party are at the head of every county delegation in every county across this nation. Because they and they alone are the ones that determine what what the parties do on a local level. And if I've said it once, I'll say it again. All politics are local. Okay? All of it. So while Republicans were focused beginning in 1994 on the national side of things, what they have failed to do is keep up with the local. And so the last couple of weeks I have chosen to go and research this. School boards all across the United States, 77% Democrat. Okay? City councils all across the United States, 64% Democrat. County commissions, county governments all across the United States, about a 48-52 in favor of Republicans. State governments, statewide, now here's where it starts to get better, Statewide, we own 64% of the governor's mansions. Of the statewide governments, as far as government offices all across the United States, we've got 62% of those. But we are beginning to lose ground in areas where it's most important, and that's local areas. Judges, we've made headway in federal judgeships. We've made headway in state Supreme Courts. We have lost headway county by county. Okay, so truthfully, the leaders of the Republican Party are the people that we put in place at the local and state levels because they determine what the national people do. But more importantly, 
every person that is the age 18 or above can be the leaders. And they can be the leaders by exercising their vote. Okay? And I understand there's a lot of people, I don't understand how this works. You don't have to understand the minutiae of everything to cast your ballot. You know what you believe in and you know what your principles are. As a Republican, and this is me and me alone, as I have chosen to identify for the most part as a Republican, I have uh, been at odds with the party multiple times, even when I represented the party. I've been at odds with them. But my number one and number two issue is what defines me. My number one issue is abortion. Okay, I will never cast a ballot for an individual who is, A, represented by a party that supports abortion. Because if you do, you have the blood of that baby on your hands. Every baby that is killed while that person is in office is on your hands and your head, and you're going to stand before God and say, hey, look, I didn't agree with abortion, but I didn't care to vote for that guy. Because by extension, you're just as guilty. Number two, the second issue that is most important to me, and that is protecting and defending states' rights and individual rights. Most importantly, individual liberties. Because there's nobody out there that has a right to tell me what I'm going to do. None. Okay? I have unalienable rights endowed by my creator. The United States government did not give me that. The government of my state did not give me that. My local government did not give me that. God did. I'm a human being. Those are my two biggest things. Everything else, you know, I can deal with. But those are my two things. And this is the thing. If you have those beliefs, for everybody that can hear the sound of my voice, If you have a belief inside of you and you feel very strongly about an issue and you're passionate, you should exercise your voice with your right to vote. Because if you don't, someday that right may not be there. Because freedom is but a generation away from extinction. And that's the facts. Now, by the way, I'm running through a lot of our issues We'll open it up for discussion after I get through the issues, okay? So, next up. Um, This one, I was very pleased to see this morning. uh, President Bush showed up at the uh, church, at the Episcopal Church, and was greeting mourners that came by to to visit with uh, Barbara before she's laid to rest tomorrow. And I thought that was just the greatest class act. Here's a guy that any day could probably pass away as well, and he's there shaking hands with people that have come to to mm-hmm. visit and say goodbye to somebody that most of them have never met personally but feel close to. So I thought that was a class act. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on in our world of topics this evening, a kind of a Let's talk about Giuliani real quick. Uh, Rudy, coming involved, for those of you that may have been too young or off watching reruns of I Love Lucy, communist. Um, Rudy Giuliani, uh, prosecutor, 
mayor of New York City during 9-11, and uh, security consultant after he left office, has joined the Trump legal team to, as he says, put an end to the Mueller investigation and get that over with. Uh, Mueller, there was a leak that came through CNN that says Mueller's kind of laughing because uh, Giuliani ain't going to do nothing. But I don't believe that. I believe that that there's something behind the scenes that they've started to work out. Mm -hmm. And Mueller, I think, wants to bring this to a close. Mm -hmm. So I think he's dug and dug and dug, and he got a couple of convictions that, by the way, will be overturned, uh, just so you all know on the federal appeal level and be overturned. But he's ready to wrap it up. And if anybody can do it, it's Giuliani. And I'll tell you why they chose him. Where was he the federal prosecutor? New York. Southern District Southern District of New York. Yep. Where's that crap coming out? Southern District of uh, New York. Yeah. So now uh just for the record, they're talking about firing Rosenstein but uh, Attorney General Sessions came out today and said, basically, uh, if you fire him, he walks too. What? <laughs> so, that's uh, that is Good. kind of interesting. Good. Put Giuliani there. Um, you know, it'd be an interesting to put him there. He'd get things done. He wouldn't recuse himself every five minutes. <laughs> I think he was right to recuse himself originally. I don't. I don't. And I, I tell you why. He should have told President Trump he was going to recuse himself because Trump said, if I had known, he would have never appointed Sessions to that office. Um, he had and... a duty. He had a duty to tell the president he was going to recuse himself from that Russian deal. Well, we'll we'll see. I think he did the right thing. So today is weed day, for those of you that uh, keep up with that kind of thing. It's full 20. Mm -hmm. Now, today was also the great, big, massive, across-the-nation school walkout. Well, yawn. Well... Let me just tell you, in this particular area, where there are five high schools, 14 people walked out. Yeah. And afterwards, we found out it was because it was free donuts at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. I'm just kidding. We had zero. But I also heard that a school, a principal, said that if the students walked out, they would face a 10-day suspension. Good. And we go on. We go on their permanent record. So let me let me make some people sad. Okay, I'm going to make a few people sad here. When you are a student in a school, in a school, as Rush Limbaugh says, you ain't got no rights. Mm-hmm. You got a right to show up, stay there till the bell rings, and then go home. Okay. You you don't. You can express your opinion, fine. When you walk out of that school, you're violating school policy, period. When the individuals from these organizations that were on school properties today show up, they're violating school policy. Mm -hmm. Sit down, shut up, learn something. And then when you have a better grasp on the situation, 
then you can protest. Okay? Now, I say that today was also the anniversary of Columbine High School, which is the primary reason that they did, they tried to organize the walkouts for today. Um, I will tell you the walkouts were an epic fail <laughs> all over yeah. the United States. Uh, people just, listen, it, it's, it's yes, you sir. did it once, you did it once, you made your point, go back to class. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, pure and simple. Now, let me be clear about something so nobody thinks I'm being harsh on the kids in the schools. If anybody had a right to say anything, it was Parkland High School. They went through a tragedy. Okay? They want to say something fine. But... I listened to the reporters today as they were trying to figure out why these kids were protesting. Um, Some wanted to protest just to get out of school. Some were protesting that weed was illegal. Uh, A good chunk of them were protesting the NRA and their undue influence on school policy. And yes, that was what they said. (laughs) When I heard that, I was just like, okay. Uh, Others were protesting teacher pay. (laughs) I'm just trying to think if they're, (laughs) why are they protesting teacher pay? Not more research. Not along uh, social studies. Not along. It was all over the place. And so that tells me that a lot of these kids went along to be, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) for the spotlight of it and for the, Mm -hmm. the get out of class factor. So, speaking of kids, let us talk about Lil Kim. Ah. Okay. So, Lil Kim, for those of you that don't know, Kim Jong-un of North Korea, you know, he's finally woke up and realized that the United States is not a country to be messing with. And so he announced today that he stopped long-range missile testing and he's shutting down his nuclear program. We'll see. Well, it's not too hard to verify. We got enough satellites sitting over them right now to mm-hmm. watch him take a crap if we wanted to. You know, I wonder if oper- if they get bored and they're just like, "Oh, hey, look, there's mm-hmm. little Kim." Yeah. Oh, oh but wait a minute. He, wait, he told his people he doesn't take poop. He doesn't. I, I do. Well, everybody does, some more than others, because they're just full of hockey. Here's the thing, that Trump, by doing this, when Reagan said to Gorbachev, tear down this wall, who got the Pulitzer Peace Prize but Gorbachev? If Trump is, well, I'm just bringing up the fact that Trump, he's close to Ending the Korean War. Yes. And if he successfully stops them from, you know, building more nuclear weapons, he will not be given credit for any of this. I'm already seeing it on Twitter. I'm already seeing it on Twitter. Who cares? Who cares? 
we know, listen, the American people is not as stupid as the media likes to think that we are. Everybody knows that if Trump hadn't taken the stand that he took with North Korea, we wouldn't be where we are today. Mm-hmm. The voting public know this. And so what if they want to pat him on the back and give him a Nobel Peace Prize? I don't care who gets the credit as long as the job gets done. And our president seems to be that way, too. If you all will notice, yes, he's very boisterous, very loud in public. But look at what he does behind the scenes that nobody ever Mm -hmm. talks about. Yep. So as far as I'm concerned, and I'm pretty sure the president's the same way, who gives a crap as long as it gets done? Mm -hmm. It's like these tariffs. Everybody's hollering at the top of their lungs, oh, Lord, we're going to be in a trade war. Yeah, well, we might be. Who do you think is going to win that? We are. If we don't buy your crap, you ain't going to make no money. That's just the way that is. So you either stop your tariffs and we buy your stuff and you buy our stuff to offset the trade deficit. The same with OPEC. So, well, I have very little. OPEC is not, um, by the way, for those of you that don't know what OPEC is, it is the oil-producing and exporting countries, primarily the Middle East, and they controlled for the longest time the prices of oil. When oil would start to drop, they would lower their production or output, drive the prices back up. Well, now that the United States, Mexico, and other countries have finally decided that, you know what, we've got our own reserves and have started using them, that's driving the price of oil down. So OPEC is not such a big contender anymore. So, United States, we sit on enough oil reserves in Alaska alone to supply us long after Saudi Arabia and those countries have run out. Which, you know, President Bush used to say, why use our own when we buy everybody else's? Well, I happen to agree. Yeah, but but you've got all these people, like in Florida and, and stuff, oh no, we can't build any oil rigs off because it would, the tourist wouldn't like it. Well, Sorry. listen, if you're talking about off the shelf, Bill Nelson. Uh, most, of, most of the oil rigs and whatnot wouldn't be visible from the coast. And truthfully, you know, for those of you that don't know, the United States and any country is sovereign 12 miles from their coast. So mm-hmm. 12 miles out into the ocean or whatever body of water that butts up on the coast, you have 12 miles. Anything after that 12 miles is considered international waters. And the majority of the oil rigs would sit right on that 12-mile mark. So I don't see what the big deal is. So, again, you know, it's it's one of those... Now, don't get me wrong. Oil, when it's done wrong, can be hazardous to the environment. We saw that during the BP spill. Okay? can be hazardous. However, a teenage kid invented this little thing that causes all this oil to ball up. It's really neat. Uh, but they wouldn't let BP use it. The, uh, the Obama administration would let them use it. Because if they used these oil-eating micro, microorganisms... That would take away a lot of their argument for not doing oil production. So, all right, last topic, and then we'll do, you know, kind of open floor what anybody wants to talk about. 
Eric Greetings out of Mizzou. Okay, Governor, he's been charged with basically blackmailing a young lady that he had a tryst with. And today they filed a second felony charge against him over taking a charity donor list and using it as a campaign list. I will tell you, as a recovering political strategist, that if you ever use a 501c3's donor list and they can prove that you used it as a political list, (laughs) you are a dead duck. Uh They will bury you under the federal slammer. Now, why they choose to come down so hard on that particular fact and let so much other go by is beyond me. But it is a fact, Jack. Happens all the time. Yeah. I personally, after, without, you know, I think he needs to step aside. Maybe not necessarily resign, but take a leave of absence, let the lieutenant governor step up until this is run its course. It's very distracting in in that state and could help Claire McCaskill and we don't want to help Claire McCaskill. Mm-hmm. She's still in trouble, isn't she? Say what? Is she still having problems? Oh, she she'll get beat. I mean there there there's no doubt about it. She's gonna get beat unless something uh you know, unless the governor, if the governor just turns off a lot of Republicans and they stay home, she could probably win. Wow. But, you know, I I don't know. Personally. All right. Any topics I didn't discuss that anybody wants to discuss? Uh, I have breaking news that President Trump or then Donald Trump lied about how much he made in 1984. This is the top subject of CNN tonight. Oh, for crying out loud. Is that from the Forbes Forbes reporter? I don't know, but this is Anderson Cooper is salivating over it. Uh, (laughs) Listen, it's like this, okay? No man on this earth is perfect. Now, I like to think I'm as close to perfect as perfect can be, but we all know that that's just not true. And first of all, if if I will mute anybody else that makes any snide comments. I'm sorry. Practically, Practically perfect in every way. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble. When you're perfect in every way. Oh, I get better looking when I look in the mirror each day. Anyway, um, now just so you all know, nobody believes me that that's a real song. I I sing that, and then they're like, that's not a real song. And the truth is, it is a real song. It was sung by Mac Davis. Mac Davis, yeah. I am a nice guy here. And so, you know how wrestlers have their theme songs and all these other people have their theme songs? Well, I decided I was going to find my theme song. 
and I did. So, I'm going to debut this here for y'all on Political Straight Talk. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble. Perfect in every way. I can't wait to look in the mirror. Cause I get better looking each day. You know me is I must be a hell of a man. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble. But I'm doing the best that I can. See? Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, this reminds me of when you say it's okay for you to have an opinion. It's so it's okay to be wrong. Uh, I know that I'm right. I mean, you pull that stuff all the time. <laughs> My show. Here's a. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to preempt it with that. Even though it is your show, this is what you always say. Well, yes, he's always right. I have to say that because I'll be in trouble if I don't. Um, This show is brought to you tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, you know what? I forgot they started promoting the show again. This show, hey, is brought to you in its entirety by Hate Chicken. Yeah. Hate Chicken. Chick-fil-A. No, we love chicken. Love. This is this program is brought to you by Chick Fil A. Now I'm going to tell you something. Chick Fil A is my all time favorite. Number one, large sized with a oh, I can't have cherry coke no more. Diet Coke, and listen up, folks. Listen up. Those waffle fries, they are awesome. They are the bomb. Roll up to the drive thru and tell them you want them with no end pieces. They will get their knickers in a twist, but <laughs> no end pieces. And, oh, nothing better than waffle fries with some barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. No, anyway, brother. I digress. By here, the way, go visit this. Chick-fil-A. Tell them you want some buttery goodness, a number one large-sized with a Diet Coke waffle fries, no end pieces. Okay, next topic, y'all. Let's go. Here's a tweet from President Trump at 620 to Tonight, just heard the campaign was sued by obstructionist Democrats. This can be good news in that we now have to counter for the DNC server that they refused to give to the FBI, (laughs) the Debbie Wasserman Schultz servers, and documents held by the Pakistani mystery man and Clinton emails. <laughs> well, hey, that, they're right. I don't know what the what the Democrats were smoking. Actually, the Democrats know. Here's the deal. Democrats know this is going to get thrown out. There's no federal judge in their right mind going to let this go through. It's going to get thrown. They're going to be able to go back to their constituents. Man, we are fighting the good fight. For those of you that hate Trump and are never Trumpers, man, <laughs> man, we are fighting. You need to send more like us to Congress. Well, it'll get the Democrats reelected in some states. In other states where they're leaning red, it's not going to get them elected. Mm-hmm. It's going to cause them a lot of problems. As a matter of fact, Republicans, this is my prediction. It is time I made it. We will gain at least seven seats in the House and four seats in the Senate. Wow. Mark it down. 
Will this yeah, heard us, it here. Um, will this give us some... Um... We going to lose any? We'll flip. There'll be a couple of seats flip, yes. So in other words, we, it, well, let me put it this way. We will pick up a we'll pick up a gain of about twelve seats, but there's going to be several flip from de- from Republican to Democrat. But so we'll, we'll flip several. Gave earlier, right? There'll be some flips. So. Uh, so we'll net. Gain. Remember that you gave us is what we're going to net. What from what we have now? Yes, the net gain will be seven, um, at least seven, from uh, the House and at least four in the Senate. Does that give us Be the majority? I'm sorry? Does that give us the majority? We've had the majorities. No, I mean, does that give us, you know, more of a... Well, obviously. Does it give us filibuster-proof majority in the Senate? No. Oh. We'll be three away from a filibuster-proof uh, in the Senate. But oh, the Republicans... About... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, the Republicans can just change the rules, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't have to worry about a filibuster. The problem is if the Republicans do it to ram through what they want, Democrats will turn around and do it when their time comes. But Dingy Harry did that for the most part. Mm-hmm. Republicans just hadn't wanted to pull the trigger uh, because if they'd pull the trigger, especially on nominees, we could get a conservative federal bench done in no time. Uh, Darth Vader Ginsburg um, – She just needs to go. Uh, Kennedy, after this session, is stepping down. So, I mean, there there is, um, yeah, got to get Kennedy put with a conservative to tilt the court, at least to protect the abortion issue. If the court tilts the other way, I promise you they're going to come for late-term abortions. Mm-hmm. So um, that, they want that Gorsuch, already. Why did Gorsuch... Why did he? Why did he rule against the illegal and yeah. say that it was because it's too vague? I don't blame that ruling. That was a good ruling on his part. He stuck with the law. You cannot cry. Okay, look. Again, I go back to this right here. I think that anybody that comes to this country ought to do so legally. I think anybody that comes to this country ought to have a love of this country and want to assimilate into this country. Okay. That's that. Now, once you're in this country, legal or illegal, if you commit a crime, you do the time. Okay, this particular person that uh, that the issue went up in front of the court had two burglary charges, no violence, no nothing. He broke into a house, blah blah blah. Now, some would say that burglary itself is a violent crime. I don't necessarily disagree with that, but the way the Trump administration had written out the violent crime, they did not specify what determines a violent crime. Okay? And so the court, and thank goodness they did, come back and says, this is too vague. What is a violent crime? Define what a violent crime is and then come back. And you should. You should always have clear parameters. For when you allow the fuzziness to come in, that's when things start happening. That's when you start losing freedoms. And Benjamin Franklin said very famously, those that would sacrifice liberty for freedom deserve neither. Mm. 
Any other topics? Uh, yeah. Um, I, I wanted to ask if you have read the um, Comey, Clinton, Lynch, McCabe, Page, and Strozak, or whatever referred for criminal investigation. Yes. From two days ago. Yes. <clears throat> Is everybody aware of that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's many in America that haven't heard that. Well, uh, okay. I wanted to make sure that that folks had been able to, to read it and had seen it. That's all. I don't know that most have read it. I'm pretty sure that most have heard about it. Is it going to happen? Hmm, yeah. Oh, yeah. McCabe, McCabe's going to be charged. He's 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 gearing up right now to try and sue the, the administration for his firing, but the IG, <laughs> the IG report on him pretty well sums him up. He's not going to win anything. As a matter of fact... first in this letter... As a matter of fact, the smartest thing that McCabe could do is work four or five days for a congressman somewhere and slink off into the darkness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you don't think they're going to go after Loretta Lynch for her violations or Clinton for her violations that are all spelled out in this? No. TikTok. I have I have told you all from day one. And let me say it again. Hillary Scrotum Clinton will never serve a day in jail. Mark it down. It will not happen. She will never be put under oath, and she will never be deposed. Watch it. Will not happen. Okay, and how can you say that with such assurance? Why do you, why do you believe that, um, Fabian? Because I, I really want to know what the truth is here, why you with such certainty can come off saying that. My near 20 years in politics would be a pretty big one. And given that I've seen this kind of thing happen before, and Hillary Clinton knows too much. She's married to a former president. She has security clearances that can never be revoked as long as she's married to that man and he's alive. Will not happen. Won't. That's so wrong. No, it's it's not right, and and I agree with that. Okay, because there is a three-tiered justice system in this country. There is one for the rich and the famous. There's one for whites, and then there's one for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And if anybody doesn't believe that, then you haven't been paying attention. Mm-hmm. And I say this as a white guy that's at the top of the. Uh, theoretical chain in the United States. I've seen it happen. Well, this the charges against her have to do with the Federal Elections Commission um, on her mandatory disclosures there. Yeah. Do you and think that'll you, just go away? Let me explain to you what's going to happen with those. Okay? This is exactly what's going to happen. Same thing with Cohen. Exact same thing's going to happen. This is going to come up. The Federal Election Commission is going to raise Cain about these disclosures. They're going to go back and file amended disclosures, and they're going to fix this. Whatever money shouldn't have went somewhere, it'll be diverted. Money that should have went will be put. This is all going to go away. They'll file an amended disclosure, and it's over. So that works. Not going to happen. Well, apparently there was a, an FBI informant who tried to come forward in 2016 uh, with insight into the Uranium One deal, and... Uh, uh, Attorney General Lynch um, threatened him with a reprisal. Okay. 
Well, that would fall under the whistleblower law, only one problem. Whistleblower law doesn't apply to the Department of Justice. No, she threatened them. If of course. Forward with it. Of course. Did you, that falls under whistleblower status. And guess what? Not protected. So there isn't any, no recourse that they have. They can say all they want to about Loretta Lynch. I'm going to tell you, starting with that tarmac mess with Bill Clinton, that stuff's classified. They have got that so classified that eyes yeah. only can't even see it. That's terrible. See, you know, and that, there you go. And there, there's the whole uh, crux, crux of it, you know, that. I remember when that woman came out, I'm sorry, Barbara, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I remember when Lynch came out and threatened average Americans that if they said anything derogatory against Muslims, that she would that she would have them arrested. That was Obama. Well, well, it came from her. Let me, let, me, let me clear the air on that little aspect, too, because I'll say it. Islam is not a religion. No. Okay. Islam is a geopolitical system that is nothing more than a bunch of murderers, thieves, bestiality-committing people, child rapists. They should all be shot. Because if you follow the Koran, and for those of you that are going to have something obviously to say about this, why don't you do me a favor? Go to the library and check out the Koran and read it. Front to back. I do arguing with you in any way, shape, or form. I am simply looking at the politically not, correct way that Washington deals with it. Again. That's got to stop. Is, okay. They've been, they've been protecting her since late war. Okay? She's, she's running for elected offices this year. Listen, of course they have a lot of... Of course there's a lot of Muslims running for elected office this year. It's part of their plan. It's been part of their plan since they put it in place in the 70s. James Comey. Sorry, Barb. James Comey has been Hillary Clinton's bitch since White War. Okay? (laughs) I'm telling you the truth. He goes back with her a long way. So, you know, the, the thing that I just can't wrap my mind around is that she's allowed to get away with this, and she's laughing up in her Chappaquiddick home. Her Chappaquiddick, yeah. Chappaquiddick. No, that's not what I heard though today. She today she came out and said that she got she told her campaign she was tired of everybody not liking her. <laughs> oh, well, then that's too damn bad. <laughs> well, she's they're they're gearing up to run again, so I'm ready. You're exactly right. <laughs> she came out and said. They just didn't want me to be president. You've got that damn right, bitch. Hey, <laughs> you know what? The hey. Democrats are just I'm dumb sorry. enough to put her out hey. That's the I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Language. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, now, the Democrats are just ignorant enough to put her up again. No, yeah. Well, she, yeah. well here, here's the thing. The Democrats, <laughs> Democrats are in a mess because they can put up somebody like Booker. But Booker put his foot in his mouth this week by voting against somebody. Let's not forget him, the little grouper. By voting against somebody because of their religious beliefs, which, by the way, is illegal and against the Constitution. 
Uh, uh, number one. Number two, you've why got Hillary. Why is he even in the Senate? Or in the, in, why is he even there in Washington? Because the people of New Jersey like the guy. Um, then you've got Hillary. And Hillary truly believes and always has believed that the presidency is hers. And it's why she stayed with Bill Clinton, even though he was dipping his wick in every other candle in town except hers. Um, number two, she stays with him because of her girlfriend and because that even in this day and time where that's an acceptable behavior in society, it would not be an acceptable behavior for our president and would lose over 50% of the vote by coming public with her housekeeper as her <laughs> keeper. So, um, you've got no, it's, no, no, it's her housekeeper. She's been the same woman over 20 years. So, um, it's a politically expedient marriage that started back in Little Rock. And Bill Clinton has the charisma. People like him. They may not have voted for him. They may not like the cigars, but they like him because he's a personable guy and he's a guy you can sit around and laugh with and you want to have a Coke with. But with Hillary, she's going to run. Uh, Joe Biden may or may not. If Hillary gets in, Joe Biden will not because he knows the Clintons will tear him up. Um, And then other than that, I guess the ladies will be feeling the burn. Mm -hmm. But Bernie's got his own problems because now his wife is the lightning rod. Uh, Hey, man, dude. He yes, she's being sued, and so he directed contracts and made uh, pulled strings to get deals done with that college where she was the provost. So there's you know there's issues there. Democrats really don't have anybody. So other than Trump, who do the Republicans have? The Republicans don't have anybody. Okay, because if you take the leaders of the party, and oh yes they do. They have Oprah look, Winfrey. Let's look at the let's look at the fourteen or so leaders that are leaving the committee chairman that are leaving the Republican Party. Who do you have out there that's got the charisma and the ability to do a national fundraiser to be the nominee? And that picking is slim, very slim. You've got you've got a few that have been out of the limelight for years that could possibly garner some good support, but for the most part, most of them aren't going to run. And, you know, I've seen where the, our our senator from Texas, where the, the movement has started to try and draft him, and as I predicted, that's been kiboshed and said, Nacho, okay, it's not going to happen. So, uh, but Republicans really don't have anybody either. Trump Trump will win re-election. He won't be challenged. There's some that says he'll be challenged. He won't. Oprah Winfrey. Let's address Oprah. Oprah could run if she wanted to, but I'm going to tell you, she ain't a gunner because she doesn't want the doors opened up on her issues. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh-huh. And she's got them. And she knows, which is why she said she's not going to do it. Yeah. Then... She has to put Harpo's She has to put Harpo in a blind trust. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her name would have to be stripped from everything on mm-hmm. the own network, on all mm-hmm. the networks that she owns, all the programming. Her name has to come off of it. Um, she owns Weight Watchers, and yeah. she couldn't use that. That would have to be scrubbed. And you know what? She's worked too hard to get where she is. She's not putting her stuff in the blind trust. Eric Holder. Um, Holder will try, but the, all they got to do is they show were. pictures. All they have to do is show pictures of dead DE agents and Fast and Furious, and that's it for him. Yeah. Yep. Got any suggestions on the Republican side? And I'll tell you why they're bad. I can't think of any that wants to. You know, go up against Trump. They're ridden. I mean, Trump would really have to be screwed up. Now, I will tell you, in November, if Democrats win both chambers, we have an impeachment. He will be impeached. I was say, I don't be so sure about everything because there's a lot of time left to go in this in this administration. Oh, if if you're referencing my predictions, I'm good. I'm right. I know it. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm referencing your predictions because you may or may not be right. I don't know at this point oh, because am. too much time left in this administration. Oh. And I'm interested to see how the midterms pan out before I make a decision on what I think one way or the other. Well, the midterms is what I'm talking about, plus yeah. seven, plus four. Oh, I thought you were just talking about uh, the presidential election. Um, the presidential run there. The presidentials with what the polling data says and I'm not talking about every poll I'm talking about the ones that matter that I look at and take my judgments from um he wins and as a matter of fact and I said this Tuesday night and I'll say it again if it holds if the numbers hold and the numbers have been consistent now for over a year if these numbers hold he will win in Reagan fashion, 1980. Yeah. He will win Reagan fashion, 1980. Matter of fact, I, I know he wouldn't do 1984, but he'd do, you know, other than the Northeast Corridor and possibly Minnesota. And in Minnesota, he's actually ahead there. He's at 57% popularity in the state of Minnesota. So it's possible he could switch that. So all he would lose would be the left coast three. Mm-hmm. He would lose the left left coast three, and he would lose the northeast corridor and Illinois, Unless and that'd be it. California elects a, a Republican governor, which Jerry Brown um, is he's going you have in to, January. You have to watch California politics, okay? And here's why: California, number one, the majority of landmass in California is Republican. Yeah, I want everybody to understand that. There are three Democratic bastions in the state of California, and everywhere else is red. Los Angeles County being the largest county in the United States as far as populous. Okay. They, them, Sacramento, and uh, the San Fernando Valley generally is what swings an election. Okay. So you watch those three areas. If their voter turnout is high, in the San Fernando Valley and in Sacramento for Democrats, you can expect the state to swing. Here's the interesting part. Now, San Francisco, their voter numbers have been declining, which mm-hmm. is starting a diametric shift in that area. 
and Republicans are beginning to take offices there, which generally means that the people around there are beginning to vote Republican yeah. in the suburbs of San Francisco. They're not so, looking at governor at all. It is possible, possible, with the way that California does their voting, the Republican could win. But remember, the Republican out there is going to be hamstrung because he ain't getting no Republican legislature. No, okay. he's not. That much and, is a definite. I mean, if you saw the way they voted, what was it, yesterday? On the, In fact, they're attacking the First Amendment right now out there. You, do, well, you are aware of again, that, right? Let count. Let listen. California is going to go that way. They're going to take it to the ninth. They'll take it to one of the courts out there. It'll end up in the ninth circus, yeah. and then the ninth yeah. circus will get overturned by the Supremes. It's all right. Yeah. Let them do it. They're testing the First Amendment, and it's okay. Which is why, folks, that a constitutional convention is a bad idea. Uh-huh. Thank you. All of this. All of this makes the constitutional convention a bad idea. Mark Levin is wrong. Sean Hannity is wrong. They are wrong. A I haven't heard Levin talking about the, the Convention of States for quite a while. I think he may the, be looking at it a little differently these days. The Convention of States is a bad idea. It opens yep. up the Constitution. You hear people say, no, it don't. Yes, it does. A constitutional yep, convention yep. puts it all on the line. Yep. Okay? Procedural moves. The United States uses Robert's Rules of Procedure when they do the conventions. And I promise you, there are people out there who are doing nothing but studying procedural moves to open up the Second Amendment, to open up the Fourth Amendment, to open up the First Amendment. The First, the Fourth, and the Second are big amendments that they want to change. Okay? They want to change them. They want to take away your ability to speak out. You can hate everything I say, and I can hate everything you say. But in this country, you have got the right to scream at the top of your lungs for that, which I would spend an eternity screaming at the top of my lungs against. That is what this country is about. If somebody yeah. wants to walk up to me and say, you know what, you are a fat, ugly cracker. Well, <laughs> I disagree with that, but hey, I'm a saltine, baby. And uh, see you. Okay? Seriously. You let I'm people... saltine, baby. People have the right to say in this country what they want to, and it is perfectly okay. It does not offend me that people want to say things. I don't care. I don't care that a bunch of people want to get together, cut holes in their sheets, put them over their head, and wear white robes. You know why I don't care? Interesting thing. I I, uh, watched a professor um, through one of the colleges give a a three-video uh, instruction on the the whole purpose of the convention of states, and he and he gave a very good argument during these three videos as to why it's a bad idea. And he said that the solution or the remedy when there is a problem is for you, whether it's in Washington or whether it's in your state, is to go to your governor and hold your governor accountable for whatever right. is being done that is unconstitutional, because they take the same oath that the people in Washington take to support and defend the Constitution. So they're just as liable, they're as liable to us as the people in Washington are. Well, governors are more directly directly accountable to the people, which is how it was designed, and that's a good move. Now, I will tell you something else. I have seen <laughs> in schools, I have seen in schools, I have seen in 
churches. Okay, and this one's kind of close to me. Well, it's a lot close to me, okay? When I get behind the pulpit, okay, I'm going to tell you what the good book says. And there are going to be people who disagree with what I tell them. Why? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. And when I tell you that when a man lays with another man as with a woman, it's an abomination, that's what it is. I didn't make that up. I didn't change the words. Paul wrote those words because he was told to write those words. Okay? And because you don't like it, you want to make it hate speech. Well, here's a fact, Jack. You can go out there and say what you want to, and and here, I will help you out. Oh, my gosh. I just love Adam. He is such a hunk. You can say what you want to. I don't agree with it. But it's your right to say what you want to say, just like it's my right to say what I want to say. If you don't like what I say, don't listen. If you don't like this program, turn it off. My program. I'm going to talk about what I want to. And the guests that are on here are going to talk about what I want them to talk about. I don't have to agree with it, but we're going to talk about whatever my show's about. If they don't like it, they can hang up the phone. Pure and simple. The right of a pastor in a church should be protected. The right of a pastor in a satanic church should be protected. The right of the gay and lesbian church down the road or the Universalist Unitarian Life Church, they should be able to say what they want to. Doesn't make it right, but they should be able to say what they want to. What I say, you know, they may feel I'm completely wrong, but I still have a right to say what I want to. And when you begin to infringe on things that you don't like, you are no better than Hitler, no better than Stalin, no better than Putin, and no better than Castro, no better than Assad, no better than Arafat. So we should never, ever stifle the free speech of any group, no matter how we feel, because men and women, by the thousands, have died so that we have the right to do the things that we do here on this program, the things that we do when we go protest. It's like tomorrow there's going to be a gathering of the white supremacy people. Now, these white supremacy people, anybody that's got color to their skin that doesn't match theirs, they hate. I can't wait. White privilege. (laughs) They think that their color of their skin makes them superior to anybody else. No, the definition of white privilege is Hillary Clinton's daughter. That's about it. Let me point out something here. Just because those people believe that their skin being white makes them better than anybody that's got black, brown, red, yellow skin, they've got a right to believe that. They have a right to express that. Does that make them right? Absolutely not, because their hearts are as black as the ace of spades. Okay? They are. And I can tell you right now that I have met some of the most beautiful people that fall outside of the white category. Now, having said that, the people of Black Lives Matter, very racist, and they're the exact opposite. If you've got white in your skin, they hate you. They hate you because they consider you to have everything and them have nothing. Antifa. 
exact same way. Black Panthers, exact same way. The new Black Panther Party, the exact same way. The ACLU, oh. same way. NAACP, the same way. The yeah, issue they is... They have their black power, but we can't have white pride. I mean, I think it's ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous, think, nonsense, one-sided argument that there ever was. I think that we should have American pride and everything else be damned. Well, that's, that's, good, that's well, except the fact that you know America's made up of a lot of cultures, though Fabian. And you know, the bottom line is is that people have the right to celebrate their culture, their background, their heritage. We oh. all do. Let me let all me do. put it to you. Let let me. You I know, think they should I, be celebrated instead of condemned. And on this program, we talk about people having the right to be wrong. And Jill has officially stepped into that category. Oh, would you let stop? Me you pull, let me you, tell you. There you are pulling your stun again. You're sounding like a tyrant. <laughs> I refer back to my statement okay, and I'm sick just a it. couple of minutes ago. But here's the deal. When you choose to come to America, whether you're born here, whether you walk across that border, whether whatever, when you choose to make your home here, you are an American. You are not an African-American. You are not a Mexican-American. You are not an Irish-American, German-American, blah, whatever Barbara is, 9,000 different types of American. You are okay. simply that, an American. Do you have a heritage? Absolutely. Do you have a right to celebrate your heritage? Absolutely. But at yep. the end of the day, when you become an American citizen, you pledge allegiance to that flag, red, white, and blue with the white stars. You don't pledge allegiance to the Irish flag beside it. You don't pledge allegiance to the American flag beside it. You are an American. Celebrate your heritage, but remember, you are an American, red, white, and blue through and through. And if you ain't, there's a boat heading to Borneo twice a day off the coast I of agree. California. I agree. And that, Absolutely. ladies and gentlemen is what you call American pride. I have seen, I, I will tell you, I, I will tell you, one of, the, one of the things in my job was when people from the states that I covered would go and, and take the citizenship test, I would go represent the government and be there as they would raise their hand and say the oath. And I, to a man, to a woman, to a child, all of them. There were tears in their eyes. They were hugging oh, the yeah. flag. They were grateful to be American. It wasn't, hey, I'm Chinese American, hey, I'm Asian American, hey, I'm this, that, and the other. It's not. They were yeah. Americans. And I asked several of them over my many times of going there. Are you, you know, I asked one Irish fella, big loud guy. And I asked him, I said, do you consider yourself an Irish-American? Now, he looked at me and he said, no. He said, I'm from Ireland, and I'm Irish, obviously. He said, but I've chosen to be an American. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that. And can you imagine Mm -hmm. that so many of us take for granted that we were born in this country and do we truly understand what it means to stand up and say, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And we did not have to raise our hands as children and recite the oath 
to protect and defend this country. Right. We were given that naturally. I'm American by birth and Southern by the grace of God. But they forgive it. They forget it. But these people have to raise their hand and they have to take an oath that natural American citizens have never had to take. Ever. So, yes, I am big on the American brand. I am big on the American flag. And I despise, and yes, I have said it, I despise when I hear, I'm African-American, I'm Mexican-American, I'm Irish-American. Well, seems to me you're putting all those other countries first before America, so get your ass out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people can say that's mean and that's cruel and that's rude, but you're either an American or you're not. And that's the way it is. If you've got Hispanic heritage, excellent. Live up that heritage and do what you need to do. But you are an American. If you have Irish heritage, that's great. I'll see you on St. Patrick's Day. Okay? I'm not kidding. I mean, we are American. We celebrate the cultural differences and the countries in which our ancestors came. There's nothing wrong with that. I have absolutely no problem. The bottom line is, is that we are American. Well, that that was my whole point. Yeah. All right. Let's see what time it is. Oh, did we go over? We did. That means we need to go back through the drive-through at Chick Fil A and get a cookies (laughs) and cream milkshake. Get that late night snack. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you for giving us your time. Because without you, there wouldn't be a show. Remember, you got to stand for something or you fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier, for without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Thank the families of soldiers, because, you know, without them, I don't think we'd have an all-volunteer army. Thank those firefighters. I'm telling you, those handsome devils. Thank and them, too. And your police officers. Eh, we, we don't like police officers. Firefighters. Oh. There's, haven't you heard? There's a big battle that goes on between police and fire. How dare you insult the fire department by talking about police department. Anyway, Uh-oh. thank your firefighters because you know what? They fight what you fear. When you run away, they run too. I am the political Superman saying, have a good night, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.